Hello there, and welcome to Life Clarifications with Natasha Venter. I'm an I'm a medium. I am a intuitive personal awareness life coach. And the reason why I call myself a personal awareness life coach, because I do help people go through their life journeys and find out why they're going through things. And I bring in the personal awareness of that. And sometimes there's people who are holding on to shame, they're holding on to this, they're holding on to that. And I bring this all together. And I had one session where, well, more than one, but I had a session that was like, she said, I sat down with all these questions. And just in these few minutes, you put all things together to figure out why things are happening. That was amazing. And that's what I love to do. I love to bring things together for the purpose of why we're here. And so with that, today's conversation is going to be about fear. And it's not just the fear that it's not like the instant fear, like standing into in front of a tiger. It's not the fear that we are um, afraid to die. Well, yeah, that could be part of it. Uh, but I'm not going to go there because that's a whole nother different story. Um, <laughs> what I want to talk about is that internal conversation that keeps saying to us, I can't do that. Why can I not do that? That's not me. Why should I? No, no, I, I can't do that. Or that part of us that sits there and goes, you know, I can see how they can do it. But I know I can't do that. Or, you know, those little windows that just sneak in and they just weave through our life. And that's why I put, <laughs> I was having a conversation with my wonderful friend yesterday and she goes, yeah, you know, those triggers that just start out, they just start out with, I'm afraid to drive down the freeway. Okay. And then there's another trigger that happens. I don't want to get in a car accident. I don't want to get into this. Um, what happens if somebody does that? What happens if a car pulls out in front of me? I'm not ready for that. And it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so that's why I called it, that's why she called it, we called it the fear monkeys. And the monkeys just bounce around, bounce around. And one trigger leads to another trigger, which leads to another trigger. If you noticed that last week on life clarifications, Sorry about that. Sometimes my dyslexia gets me involved and my words get all flubbled up, but that's okay because it's not a mistake. It's a flubble, like I've said before. So flubbles. Um, so with that, that as we go through life and we go through these processes that one thing leads to another and triggers and fear, they kind of go hand to hand, don't they? You know, that many times we get figure, uh, triggered not triggered, but triggered through these moments where life is just doing things just like me right now. My mouth is not really connecting with what my brain wants to say. My brain is not connecting with what my mouth is trying to say. And so with that, that's called a flubble. And do you think that fear could hit me right now? And that fear would be like whispering to me going, oh, should I be going live? What can I be doing? I know people are going to judge me. Oh, no. Da, 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 and all these stories. No. No. It's called I made a flubble. Let me try the restart button. Hi, I'm Natasha. <laughs> I'm trying to do my better here. And, you know, we sometimes we have to let go. 
we have to let go of what expectations we have. What expectations we're going to have in front of someone, the expectations we're going to have in, um, when we're doing the job, the expectations. Because many times we have to check in, where's our fear coming from? Like I was talking about last week, where are we checking in with what is that trigger triggering? Sometimes it's not the person that's triggering it. It's our own language that is triggering it. And, you know, I'm, I would love for anybody to have comments. This is an interactive conversation. And that is the part of this community that I am hoping to grow is, is that on our Monday show with, uh, with Regan and doing the, uh, the dance of the soul. And then doing this one, life clarifications, that I'm hoping that we can really get that story interacting so that we can all make the step into getting us to do better. Not perfect. Nobody's perfect. That's another fear-based thing. I can't do it because I don't, I know I can't be perfect about it. No, we can be better. We can be better. And like another friend was telling me, that's not proper English, you know, that um, uh, try to do better. That's not, that's not perfect. That's not, you know, let me try to do my best. That's better English. Yes. But is that reality? Is that true reality? No. I don't know anybody who's perfect. I don't know anybody, anything that is perfect. Heck, you can even see a cat once in a while. Yes, they're told to land on their feet all the time. But do you think they ever flubble? Yeah, I've seen cats flubble and then look around to say, oh, always watching me. You know, it's one of those things that sometimes we just, it's just that balance of where we're going. And my ears are ringing right now. And, you know, that means I'm, I'm hearing that it's like, actually, Archangel Michael is kind of giggling because he's like, he's saying, you know, people, you know, we angels aren't even perfect. Look how much we make mistakes. You know, we're never going to do the best thing we can do. We're always going to do the better thing we can do. And, you know, Michael's voice is a little lower. So that's probably why I kind of channeled him a little bit, but I didn't go full channel. You know, it's just one of those things that as we go through life, taking the mirror down of perfection, practice makes better with that. Taking down the, the can I, should I, would I, I tried it before, I can't do it now, uh, what am I going to do, how can I do that, all those things are just stories of the mind. And isn't it amazing, isn't it quite amazing when life is happening around us and to us that we get triggered and fear is one of the first things we go to. It's a really big go-to. It's, it's actually a default system for a lot of us, is that fear. And I can tell you that my personal walk through fear, and I'm going to name it, and it's my dyslexia. You know, uh, people don't realize that I did not really read until after high school. Yeah, I read a little bit through storybooks, but if it wasn't for my my uh, neighbor next to me whispering to me that word is such and such, you know, can you imagine me trying to read half the um, states? <laughs> you know, I spelled of O V E even into twelfth grade. 
So for me, reaching out, trusting myself to do this, for one. For two, writing my newsletters that I do. For three, writing my inspirational quotes. If you guys are noticing that I'm doing a lot of videos lately, and a lot of them are spontaneous videos. I don't edit them. I don't do anything with them because the fact that when I trust a voice to come through, I let it slip through. Sometimes maybe I'll do one extra one just because I flubbled and I needed to push the reset button, which is actually okay to do. Push that reset button. You know, the, as we can do things like that, things can happen. And I can tell you that my fear base that was called dyslexic Natasha, she slowly did practice things, practice things, and practice things. Kind of like when I was talking about the triggered. Well, I made a video and, or I, I wrote a, 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 one of my inspirational quotes and I said, do you ever get tiggered? I thought I said triggered, but I said tiggered. Well, <laughs> I made a video about that, about how, you know, people, you know, you know, and I, and that night I had somebody who, who messaged me, um, um, sadly, she's now uh, got dementia, but she was a, she's a teacher, and she would message me with, you know, did you mean to say triggered or tiggered? And so I did a video the next day going, have you ever felt like you've ever been triggered, but then you want to make it be like maybe tigger? You know, tigger, what does tigger do? He goes bouncy, 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 bounce, instead of going the Eeyore. Oh, I got triggered again. What am I gonna do? Here we go. Oh no, my life is ruined. What's happening to me? You know, it's like I'd rather be tigger instead of triggered and being punishing myself like Eeyore. You know, I kind of squirreled on that one, but you know, it's one of those things that as we go through life and as we get things done, many of us, especially, oh man. Coming out of this COVID thing, many of us used to be able to do this, that, and the other. And now it's like, I can't even walk straight because I'm so dizzy. I went and got some of my uh, stuff. I'm going to be going on a trip tomorrow. You know, next couple shows are going to be me in California, by the way, that, um, that I was getting my last minute stuff here. And I was asking about, you know, because I got vertigo and... He goes, you know, there's a lot of people having that. And just having the vertigo, I'm like going, oh, should I fly? Excuse me, I'm going to cough here. <clears throat> Sorry about that. That, you know, as we go through life and, and do things, that things are happening to us that makes us get fear-based. So for me, having vertigo and flying, you know, I was in Spain got vertigo so bad that I shot out of, I, I understand body and spirit, shot, my spirit shot out of my body in a plane at what, 2,800 feet, whatever that is, I'm off on numbers. And during um, turbulence, I wasn't worried about the turbulence, but my soul shot out of my body. It took me an hour and a half to two hours to get back with my body and what was happening to me was is that on our tour we went to an old castle so i was walking on those old stones 
touching the old stones and just breathing. It took me forever to get my, to be able to walk straight. Well, long story short, flying again, triggered again, better. Flying again, got triggered again, better. Luckily I had people who would <laughs> let me put my hand, there, my hand on their shoulder. Do you think that fear is triggering me now? Well, could. I did tell my girlfriend who I'm flying to, uh, she wanted me to to take, she noticed a flight that it was like just landing in like Oakland and then, then to San Diego. And I said, mm -mm, mm -mm, nope, I'm flying from Seattle to San Diego. One stop because the up and down, you know, it's gonna, I can tell already where I'm at in the dimensions I'm walking, things are happening. That when we take life and we look at what we could do to manage through it, okay, so my vertigo telling myself, you know what, it may get triggered. Okay, tools, I'm taking stones with me. I'm taking stones that can help me ground. There's number one. Two, I'm going to try to make sure I have some protein so that my body is more collected. Okay. Number three, I'm going to tell my soul to stick with my body and picture myself landing like a bird. I may not land on the ground, but I'm going to land like in a tree, in a cedar tree, something hardy, something, something strong. And then, you know, I do other techniques like I, I, like I've showed people before that there's a technique where you can hold your fingers. I'm going to hold my fingers so that those anxieties, those fears, those stressors are going to be working through my body. So when we have fear based things that come to us and they will, they will. Remember, there's tools we can do. Now, not everybody knows that you can use stones. Not everybody knows about the fingers. Not everybody knows about, you know, your soul leaving your body. Not everybody knows these different things. But yet we can find our own tools, even if it is that you just decide to say, you know what? I'm not landing twice. Life goes on around our scenarios. And thank you, Sue, Susan, for uh, giving me a heart because it's it's one of those things that we all have them. And I know that a lot of us are going through, oh, man, some spiritual upgrades. You know, and that's coming across as dizzy. That's coming across as you can't think. That's coming across as low energy. That's coming across as as um, moments of, um, of oh, I'm just going to call it blondness. <laughs> that we all have them, and yet, as we go forth, things can happen. Now, like right now, can you tell if, my, if I'm spinning? Well, I can tell you right now, my vertigo is hitting me and I'm spinning. But yet at the same time, though, I'm telling myself, step away from what the interaction that's happening with me and be that part of me that knows what to do. Be that part of me that knows what to do. Now, Another thing that I kind of decided, no, there's one time where we were talking about gatekeepers and I'm asking my gatekeeper to start closing the doors. I'm really open to a lot of different dimensions right now and timelines, planets, that kind of thing. And I, 
every time I, I start opening up those doors, that's why I have dyslexia because I can talk with those different dimensions. So with that, that as we go forth and as we do things, we do have our angels. We do have our guides. We do have our gatekeepers. We do have our beings around us that we can just say, you know, whoever is of light and love, can you help me with what's going on with me right now to help me move forward? When we have the trust, we have the ability to understand what the trigger is, triggering us into fear. Many times we can have that, ooh, yeah, is that a reasonable thing for me to look at? So going back to me with vertigo, should I get on a plane because I'm afraid of being too dizzy getting off the plane? No, I'm not going to be in fear of that. What I'm going to do, though, is, is that understand that, uh, well, I've also been dizzy a lot in times in my life so i've gotten pretty good at doing things being a little bit dizzy and i can kind of reference when it's too much and i can pull over if i'm driving or i can um sit down for a minute and and touch my feet because touching your feet is one of the best or clapping your feet together is one of the first things that you can do to get yourself to where you're out of your mind oh oh yes out of the mind the mind gets busy Oh, there's a fly. Uh, the mind gets busy, but yet at the same time, though, getting ourselves out of our mind, like if my body's moving, I'm tapping my feet. Now, I'm feeling much better. So with that, did I just find something I can do? Yeah. There's going to be tools that we can do to get ourselves out of our, our, our monkey bouncing. You know, the monkey bouncing from one thing to another. Oh, no. I can't, I get, I got vertigo. Oh no, I can't fly. Oh no, what am I going to do? Oh, I got to draw. Oh, I got to do. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. But yeah, uh, I can do it. I can do it. So does anybody else have a fear that they feel like stops them from moving forward? So if you're um, viewing, you know, you just go ahead and, and type in something if you want to. Or, and if you don't want me to put it up, I just tell me, no, please, uh, that because, you know, our faces are with, or our names are with the, with the, um, the pop-up that I can do, but I can read it anonymously. So is there somebody who has a fear that they feel like stops them? And what I want us to look at is, is that, is this fear mine or is it somebody else's? Hmm. There's a thought. Is this mine or is this somebody else's? So, you know, if you picture pollen, ah, fail of the future. Hmm. Veronica, thank you. Uh, so Veronica has fear of the future, fear of the future. Oh yeah. Fear of the future. That's a big one. That is a big one. And I can honor you going through that fear of the future because the future is so unknown. It is so unknown. You know, though, that, there's those words, surrender, trust, and accept. Surrender, trust, and accept. Practicing those concepts, surrender, trust, and accept. So do you remember how the last two times I kind of put this out there? So I did this when I was going through where I did not know my future. I did not know where life was going, 
this is when my husband was, um, this is where um, my husband was at the brink where his, his alcoholism was um, really pushing our marriage to an end. And I did not know how I was going to survive. My income was $800 a month. I didn't know where I was going to go. I had two kids at home and life was getting pretty shaky. I loved my house. I really loved my house and I didn't want to leave my house. <laughs> so this is what I, what I was told to come and get to write. So I surrender. And remember, I have dyslexia. So if something's misspelled, just put in your own language. <laughs> I surrender all my being to the beloved God, the divine. So I surrender. I surrender that there's a bigger picture. I surrender that there's a bigger knowing. I trust that all is in divine timing and purpose. So trusting that everything is just going to come together. And it does. It end up it ends up coming together. Sometimes we have to go through the roller coaster, kind of like with the way that I had to go through this last two weeks. But with life, it happens, it goes forward. Then we have, oops, I accept. I accept all divine's love and beauty, guidance, and all. I accept that all of divine's love and beauty and guidance is in all. So just to make sure I remember this, all is well. When you get, you give. When you get, learn, you teach. And remember, your crown is already paid for. Just put it on and wear it boldly. So as we go through life, and what I did was I folded it like this. So it was on my bed, or not on my bed, but on the bed stand underneath my light. You know, so when I looked up in the morning, I would see, I trust, accept, and I surrender. Okay. So as we go through life and going through things, many times trusting the future, you know, it's going to be for the greater good. For me, I had to get two prescriptions. One was my EpiPen because I have an eye allergy that I can't even be in the same room with them because my throat starts closing up. Or if I touch something was touching, uh, that was touching, uh, nuts like if somebody was eating nuts and they touched the counter i'll start breaking out so flying to another state i really wanted to have my fresh EpiPen. well and then i have another prescription that i don't do prescriptions but there's another one that i'm i'm working on that more natural based and um i had to get it before i left and i was trying to get a hold of my doctor i was trying to get a hold of things and nothing was clinking together and finally i did like at three o'clock yesterday and I had to have it by 2.30 today. Okay, trust, 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 trust. I'm flying out at, I'm leaving the house at four o'clock tomorrow morning. So with that, I had to do everything today. Yes, there was angst. See, now I want you to kind of think about, is this fear or is this angst? Because there is difference. Angst is kind of like that giddiness, that, ooh, I wonder if it's gonna happen. Fear is, I it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen, it's not gonna happen. So dividing, deciding if it's angst or is it fear, for one, and kind of it's that moment where, you know, instead of going into fear or that angst, I just said, I trust, I trust. I'm asking it to be ready before 2.30, before 2.30. You never know what you're going to receive. <laughs> I'm asking this to be ready before 2.30 so I can get home 
and get ready for the show. Guess what? I got all my prescriptions by 145 or 215 because they're in two different places. So remember that as we ask and we step out of stepping backwards, we step forward or we step and stay. We stay where we're at and we say, okay, I'm trusting. So what did I do? I trusted, right? I trusted that divine can will do it. I just have to make sure I put it out there what I want. I accepted that I had no control over this. <laughs> I really had no control over this because of the fact that nothing was going to happen. You know, it was all going to happen in the way it was supposed to. I had plan A and plan B, you know. So with that, the, but yet at the same time, I had to trust and accept and I had to surrender. I had to just, I had to surrender to the moment that, you know what? Things are at the last minute and I can't expect expectations. I cannot expect anybody to do my bidding and be, uh, or do it earlier. But you know what? When I got the phone call and said, your prescription's ready, I went, oh my gosh, you're a blessing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for getting it ready for me. When I walked up to the counter and I didn't get a phone call, but I said, can I check to see if it's ready? She goes, oh yeah, it's ready. I go, thank you. I called up yesterday and you guys said that you would do it. Oh, I am so grateful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because that's telling the universe, it's telling the people who involved. Thank you. Stepping out of our own learned fear monkey base and saying something. So like something that happened to me last Monday. An ending. What I said to myself, ouch, the mm -mm hurt. Where is this going to take me now? Ouch, that hurt. Where is this going to take me now? And, it, and I said that, <laughs> and the way I said, where's this going to take me now, wasn't all that nice because I was still in <laughs> mode. <laughs> but yet at the same time, though, I was willing to not step into the fear of, oh, it's an ending. The floor's coming out from underneath me. What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? I can't do this alone. What am I going to do? No. Life is shown. Life is shown in many different ways, that there is a survival path. So, Veronica, I want you to think about that when you go into that fear future mind. I know that, you know, Veronica and I have worked together, so I'm not going to say the d detail, but the, the thing that you keep doing over and over again, that you have survived every single time, haven't you? So knowing that there's something that can change in the home, I'm going to say, that that is your future, just remember that you have survived it. Sometimes well, sometimes not as well. But you've survived it. You've gotten to the point where you are now. And guess what? Knowing who you are today, different than I knew you 10 years ago, you're a different woman now who has different tools and has a different team set to support you, and you know it, so you're willing to look and see. 
See, that's the thing that that people, when they're uh, in fear, I'm going to say this, that a lot of times they feel alone. So looking into that alone feeling of fear is an amazing place to go. Hmm. So thank you, Veronica, for for uh, uh, for uh, putting out the surrender, trust, and accept. Because as we walk through and we go forward in life, oh man, and life right now, like I said, is really triggering us to go into that fear base. Even the simple things as being around other people again. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we've managed to go to the grocery stores, but that's not holding down a party like we used to like to do or going back into work like we used to do or driving on a freeway with lots of cars again or you know, just doing those things that just cause energy. Energies. Life is full of triggers that lead us to the fear. And a lot of our fear base is based in our accept our expectations of ourselves. So I'm gonna ask you to, whoever's listening, whose expectations are you trying to live by? Hmm. Ooh, that's a big question. Hmm. Many of us are living up to our uh, family's expectations, our siblings, because sometimes many of us, not me though, uh, I'm, I'm an only child, um, many of us have gone through where their sibling did things better than us. And that sibling was producing more and so we had to live up to their expectations so if we tried to do what they did because they were successful that set us up for failure so then that set us up for feel fear of doing something for ourselves because if i can't do what they're doing how am i going to do something that i can do so there's that practice makes better of oh yeah, it was it was my siblings that that they always oh, but you know what? I am not Joe. I'm not I'm not Marianne. I'm not whoever your sibling's name is. I'm not that person. So how can I have their expectations? Hmm. Their their brains are mathematical. Mine's artistic. How can we go forward doing the same thing when mathematics and artistic, well, there's math in artisticness and there's artic artisticness in math. But at the same time, though, it's kind of like left brain, right brain type things. So Veronica said, parents, yes, parents, parents, especially parents of the old school. The old school parenting, the ones that said you have to have a job. You have to work hard to get where you want to go. You have to do that nine to five job to get where you want to go. You have to not find hope to get there. 
because uh, it's not something that you're going to find joy doing your job because it's a nine to five job and you're just doing it. If you look back on a lot of our, our elders, you ask them what joy is. You ask them what their passion is. You ask them what they had fun doing in their life. Some of them did. I'm going to say some of them did. But some of them, all they could do was go to work and come home and and be with the family. And, and frankly, a lot of them would grab a beer on the way home and, and sit down and watch TV because they were so done. Done. And so we would see those expectations, hear those expectations, because what would they tell us? Why aren't you doing that? Why aren't you doing that right? You should be doing that right. You know, why are you even thinking about doing that for your future? Are you crazy? I don't like to use the word stupid, so I'm not going to put it in here. That as we go through life and going through things, I want you to start looking. This is the time. This is the time. This is the time for us to find our own foundation of our own truths. Now, we've got like five planets in, uh, in retrograde right now. And Chiron is going into retrograde right now. And we'll be in retrograde until December. And Chiron is about healing our um, deep down secrets. Chiron's about healing our past stories. About working on our things. So if you start getting these stories of your past. Okay. I'm going to go back to me because I'm the only one that knows me. That my old stories from past lives and even this life is, is that I've always had a cloak over me. A cave, a cottage, uh, a dungeon, uh, doing negative things. So I had fear of being noticed. You know, like if I was a murderer in that past life, I, I didn't want to be seen. I want to be secretive. So I would hide. So there's a lot of history of me hiding myself. Well, I can tell you that going through a life-altering experience, going through a trigger, noticing who you're being triggered, what's being triggered, like this last couple of weeks has really been triggering my um, my part of me that that has been encloaked feeling like there's been something hiding me. It's because of the way that my I keep hiding myself because, you know, when we show our light, people are going to notice. And sometimes that can be good and sometimes it's not. Some of us don't feel confident doing that. So with that, that as we go through life and as we go through things, things are triggering us, which triggers our fear that helps us stay in one place. If I shine my light, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be stifled again, aren't I? And that's a nice way for many past lives that I've gone through. I was pretty stifled, yeah, suffocated, hung, <laughs> you know, uh, that kind of thing, poisoned. You know, so with that, that as we go through life and we get stifled, even parents' stories, those triggers are here to wake us up, to get us moving. Now, I can tell you this last trigger, saying I'm done being in a cave, has made me, instead of tiptoeing around things, 
I'm starting to say, you know what? I'm me. Goofy me. Dyslexic me. I'm, you know, I am one that can speak to many dimensions, but yet sometimes can I get it out of my mouth? No. <laughs> but here I am because I know my calling is to be here, wherever here is. So if that means on video here, if that means in front of a session, if that means me working in elementary school, if that means with my husband at night, wherever it is, you know, because everybody needs a downtime after dinner, after work, you know, everybody needs a downtime. So wherever we're at, wherever we're going to be, things are going to happen. Now, I can tell you that a lot of us right now are having a sensitivity problem. A sensitivity problem. And that sensitivity problem could be to food. It could be that we can't watch the same shows we used to watch. It can mean a sensitivity to other people's energies. It can mean a sensitivity to what we are listening to, like music, or somebody's voice that's not in alignment with us. And it can also be just that part of we're uncomfortable with ourselves. So with that, looking into that we are going through this life-altering experience, and I'm sad to say that a lot of people are, are passing over. I just had a, a friend She's, I've known her for years. She's, a, she's, a, she's not a, like a close friend, but she's a close, close person to me that I know deep, I know of and, and interact with her quite often. That um, she just had a, a child pass. You know, that, that things are happening around us that are going to trigger our fear base. What happens if that happens to me? Like my husband, we were watching a show the other day, and I'm gonna fly, right? He goes, "You probably don't want to watch this." There's an airplane that the the wheel came off, and I said, "I would rather have the wheel come off than uh, than uh, a car pull out in front of me." You know, it's like perspective. Perspective. I'm asking you to look at how can I manage what's in front of me what's triggering where are we going you know it's that stepping off of it now i'm going to go back to checking into is this mine well right now there is a lot of fear out there it's kind of like uh, i like the word that uh my friend said yesterday on the on the phone it was uh um it's like pollen in the air is that pollen mine or is it just out there in the ethers? It's out there in the ethers. And that's where the mantra is. Is this mine or is it somebody else's? Oh, and the first thing, first thing I hear, first thing I feel, the first thing I know, somebody else's. Okay. Somebody else's. So just knowing that, oh, it's not mine. But I keep hearing it. I keep hearing it. No, but it's not mine. I'm free from it. I'm free from it being mine. Well, as we go through life and as we navigate through life, many times we step into a room and 
if somebody is is having problems and we're empath empathetic you know we work our th with our third chakra a lot and that's how we get messages intuitive messages and that feeling of things that pick up other people's feelings and it's not always ours it's not always ours but i'm gonna let you know though sometimes when we find out this isn't mine it's that person over there guess what we could go over and maybe have a conversation with them knowing that that's a little bit more of a tool are you doing okay are you going you know you just i just kind of get a feeling that that something's going on with you yeah i'm ready to lose my job and i just don't know what to do with my life oh so it's their fear well i'm ready you're getting ready to get lose your job what do you always wish to do uh, I want to race cars oh you want to race cars have you thought about going down the racetrack because i know there's racetracks in most towns no i haven't done that oh well maybe you can do some research on it maybe even google it local race teams maybe just start working on it maybe and then you know you may have to get a job somewhere else but so with that having an idea of where to go with this do you see how I, it's not just stopping fear has a habit of stopping us stopping us and yet that fear is recognizing fear is actually a great tool so I'm going to put it in perspective. Fear stops us, gets us looking around. Oh, maybe I need to go that direction instead of that direction. So looking at what's around us when fear stops us can help us maneuver. So I'm going to go back to Veronica since you wonderfully put this out here. Fear of the future. A lot of times, fear of the future is because we're in a situation that we don't trust that can carry us forward. So checking in with what is that thing that's not feeling safe enough to carry us forward, and how can I shift that so that it can move forward differently? Does that make sense? Does any of this make sense? Because <laughs> I know that I'm talking pretty deep here about things. And, and as we go through life, the more that we can check in with these things and get used to hearing them the better off we can thank you for the thumbs up there <laughs> that that as we go through life and as we go through these things that we're never going to be able to go anywhere if we stand in fear and doubt and get triggered all the time well we're going to get triggered all the time heck i got triggered like about 15 times today did I react to them? Did I interact with some of them? Like when I was afraid that, that my prescriptions wouldn't come through, I said, I'm trusting, please have them come in. Please have them come in before 2.30. Please have them come in before 2.30. So in other words, instead of sitting there with my circling of the mind, saying things like, oh crap, what am I gonna do? I don't know what to do. This is, oh my, I don't know what to do. I, I, I can't put this, I don't know, I don't have the tool, I don't know what to do. What am I going to do? And stop, 
the questions. Who can help me? Where is something I can do different? I know that there's something out there that can help me. What can I do? Oh, and then you get the idea of Google. <laughs> or you get the idea of, of something. Or somebody calls you. Or somebody texts you. And you just reach out and you start talking about something. And then you start talking about that. And then one conversation leads to another, which leads to another. And then you get ideas and then you move forward. For me, putting on music. Like when I had that life-altering uh, um, conversation last Monday, I was working out in the yard. The first thing I did was I went and took a shower. Water for me is a conduit of, of information. And that helped. Another thing I did, I'm going to tell you, when life stops us, when things stop us, do something physical to move it forward. So like for me, I know that what happened was dealing with my spiritual world. Okay. So what did I do? I rearranged my spiritual room a little bit. I already did a little bit before that, but I kind of finalized a little bit more. You know, another thing I did, because I believe in feng shui, is, is that we took down the rickety old screen door, bought a new one. I got it painted finally because I it just things weren't working right for me to paint. And finally time clicked. It was interesting how with the new moon too. Clicked for me to do a new door. So I painted that new door. And then as I was looking at my, putting a shiny new screen door on a cobwebby, dusty, dirty front porch. So what is coming into my life? Dusty, dirty, cobwebby life. So I got out the hose and the broom and took things off the front porch, swept, washed, did my things. And then I looked at the front door. Oh, I haven't been painted in 20 years. What new do I want to come into my life now after 20 years of trying? Uh, yeah, paint the front door. Well, then I looked at the back door because, you know, things energetically are going to come in the front door. We also have a back door. So if we open up our intuitive gifts, we're going to have back door action happening. So things get secretive, sneaky. They sneak in the front, in the back door. So what I ended up doing is, is that I painted the back door. My back door had a lot of history. I had scratches from Allie, my dog, Kika, my dog, Luke, my dog, and my cat, my familiar for the last 14 years, scratch marks that <laughs> she hung on the back door. I couldn't sand out those memories, but I could paint over them, make them fresh, make them new. So with that, fresh going in, fresh going out, fresh going in the back door, fresh going out the front door. As we work on these energetic scenarios rearrange the front porch um things as i did a video on my gargoyle dudes they were all together having a conversation well they got separated out a little bit more so that they can do their work when we do when we're stuck in life when we're having a spinning opportunity spinning like we kind of keep going around in our circle on our head i don't know what's going to happen i don't know i can't i can't do this i i just don't know i just don't know i don't i don't i just don't know do something physical, shift something, have a different language. Okay, I don't know what to do, but I know that I can be going forward somehow. 
what is my next thing that's going to bring to me? Hmm. As we work and as we go through life, things are going to be working on us. Things are going to be waking us up. They're going to be shaking us up because life is called a experience to move and do. Thank you, Veronica, for, for interacting. You know, yes, things, things are moving. They, we are not to be the same people we were before. Now, I'm not saying that we need to change fully. I'm still Natasha. I'm still nice. I still care. There's a shy part of me still. There's this part of me who are obviously still dyslexic. <laughs> still, still being, I practice vulnerability. You know, I, I can't, I can only be me. Yet at the same time, though, there's a part of me that is just kind of saying I'm done. I'm done. And I'm willing to walk forward to get where I need to go. It doesn't mean I'm mean about it, but it means I'm secure in it because I'm done with those old stories of fear and failures and, and um, stoppages. So as we walk and as we go forward, things are meant to transform. So transforming, how do we transform things? So for one, notice that there's a trigger here. Oh, crap. I just got told I'm losing my job. Trigger. Habit. I'm going to have to look for another job. What am I going to do? I just don't know what to do. I, can't, I know I can't do a lot of things. I just don't know where I'm going to go with that. You know. I, yeah, I do that a lot of times too because it's like dyslexic. I can't do office jobs. I have a hard time doing office jobs. I can do an office job. I have a very struggle time doing an office job. Uh, there's other things I could do though. It's working out to where I'm doing one of them. Life will direct us in the direction we're meant to be. It's called instead of sitting and going lost my job. Yes, it's okay to go, ouch, that hurt. I'm losing my job. Now, what am I going to do about it? Where's life going to take me? I need some direction, universe. Come on. Where am I going to go? Do you see that it's about movement? Now, another thing that you can do is maybe turn on some inspirational music. Like, um, there's a song that, um, Justin Timberlake does with, sorry, his name. I want to honor him. Us with a big moon, and and that's the song that kept going through my head last Monday. Was is that um, better days ahead? The name is the song is better days ahead. There's better days ahead. We know you've been kicked down, pushed out, done over. Better days ahead. There's better days ahead. And just even saying that statement, better days ahead. It's amazing how when we weren't, when we were done with that scenario in our life. Life kind of said, you know what? It's time for you to move on. We got something better for you. Be ready to move on to that something better by having inspiration. I can do it. I'm going to do it. Things are moving forward. I got it. I got it. I've got it. Kathy is saying, I attract all people, places, and things which are a divine pattern of my life. I love that. Thank you, Kathy, for that. That is great. You know, I had a, the mantra that I said to you last week. I, I align to the energies of the now. I attune to the energies of the now. 
That's up to you. Say either one. I attune to the energies of the now. I surround my body, my soul, my mind, and my emotions with love as I dance with my I am. Well, you know what? Right now, I'm dancing with my I am because this is what I'm supposed to do. This is what my calling is. And so with that, that when we start using mantras, when we start doing things that they support us, it's amazing what our life asks us to drop, i.e. job change, i.e. marriages, i.e. friends, so that we can gain greater people, greater attractions, greater knowings. I know for us, Kathy and I were talking the other day how we've danced each other, in each other's life. But lately, boy, we have just been sinking together. And it's been amazing how we have, in that sink, brought ourselves to moving forward. And, you know, thank you, Kathy, for letting me say that. That as we go through it, and I am so grateful. I am just so grateful. Because life is showing me that when something ends, something can begin. And having that belief system is what's going to make a difference. So I am looking at the time. And it's time for cards. In the end here, though, before I grab them, I just want everybody to know that we are going to be triggered. Check in to see if one of them is fear. Check into whose fear it is. And check in to see what can I truly do if I believe? Hmm. What can I truly do if I believe? That's a pretty cool statement, isn't it? Sometimes people need to, if people write things down, that can help. Okay, so I have the Ascendant Masters Oracle cards, Angel deck. Somebody want to put out there who they want? Uh, another angel, or this is a fairy, sorry. Or I have the animal deck. Ooh, ant. Ooh, ant. They're never alone, are they? I mean, they're, they work as a team. Have you set, seen ants that can swim to make their own islands because they link together? That's a minute. Thank you. Send it. <laughs> so Kathy says, I release all people, places, and things which have served their purpose in divine pattern and in my life. Mm -hmm. I release and receive. People, all people, places, and things which have served their purpose and in divine purpose and path will lead me to my greater good. So there's ways of manipulating words. I just go with whatever pops in my head. You know, I, I, as long as I keep it more positive, ouch, that hurts. Where are you taking me? I'm done with that process. I want to move forward. So as we work through our words, make sure that you're, you're, as long as you keep them more positive, that's where life is going to be. So we have the Ascendant cards, which are these. These are um, Claudette Baron reeds um, the Oracle Ascendant cards. So working through our newer future that we have. Walking through our newer future that we have. What can you tell us what we need to do or can do? Woo, I can tell I'm stepping into him. Did you just see that wave that came over me? 
<laughs> okay. Hmm. See? Recognition. What am I going to do about it? And I'm moving forward. Whew, that was a big one. So now you guys just saw exactly what I do. It's not always me that's doing this. It's my it's my soul that's that's doing a lot of this dance. Hmm. Dancing of the soul. Dancing of the soul. I'm excited about that new title and our new Monday show. Okay, where are we going to go with this? Okay, so this card was coming out. Ah, wealth. Wealth. So we have the wealth card. We have the ability to have the wealth of life, the prosperity, the interaction. You know, wealth is not always about the monies, even though it's nice to have the monies. Wealth. What can we have? I had the most wealthiest day. I spent time with some great friends this morning on on uh, on Messenger, and um, had great conversations. Had a great conversation with my husband and my kid, and then I had the grace of wealth with the synchronicity of life coming to me. Wealth. We have that. So the card is thirty-four. Three plus four is seven, which means it's a spiritual path. So what can you do in your life to bring in more spirituality, which is trust, accept, accept and surrender? Uh, that is the keystone to a spiritual path. It's one of the keystones is that surrender, trust, and accept and be vulnerable to those new knowings. But that's the spiritual path. So wealth. So looking at what can I have instead of what's going away. What can I have instead of what's going away? So the B. And the B is upside down. So the B is about luck, industriousness, sweet victory. So the B, think about the B is how are they um, communicating to others? You know, the other day I had a B, I, we heard, I heard some bzz, really loud bzz, and there's a not one bee taking pollen off another bee so it can fly. Isn't that amazing how community can support? We cannot do this alone. When you start spinning, I had a conversation the other day that, that somebody gave me a call and said, I'm just spinning. I said, what can I do for you? You know, uh, there's a fine line with that. But yet at the same time, though, we can reach out to each other. We can reach out to one another and be in our community, be in our process. Know that industrious, do you think a bee can, knows where to go every time it goes out? No, it may because somebody came back and told them what to do, which that's why communication with somebody else helps because sometimes they have a perspective that we don't. That as we walk through life, that sometimes we have to go searching for our flower so that we can have our wealth. So we can have our wealth. So with that, trust the process of, of your instincts. Trust the process of, of partnerships. Trust your process of where you're going. Because I can tell you, even though one of my partnerships ended, I can tell you the, the gifts while we were together are priceless. And that is helping me be here today. So with that, know that community doesn't always stick around. But it's the beginning of what's going to be with us. What's going to be with us? <laughs> okay. I got a goofy side coming out on me now. I guess that's been underneath, underneath it. Because we have protection. 
Is that protection? Yep, protection. We have protection. We have the ability to have strength. And I'm going to tell you when you're going to go in to places, this mantra, I surround my body, mind, spirit, and emotions with love as I dance with the I am. Try working with love as your bubble of protection. The bubble of love with protection because you never know what it can transform that's around you. If you look at me, it's always the, I don't, you don't see armor, you see love surrounding me because that's my protection. That's my grace. So that is 38. Three plus eight is 11. 11, 11. We always have. So if you look at a bee, it's got some protection, right? Wealth, it's got the path. So it's got protection. So remember, every path in life will lead to where we need to go. And we always are protected. With that, know that as we go through life and as we're doing life, if you need assistance, I'm here to have, I, I do sessions on the side. I enjoy being with people. I enjoy supporting you through life's ups and downs. I also do house clearings. You know, there's one person that I knew that she was having just a hard time getting moving forward. And, and I came into the house and there was a dark being in her, in her, um, in her uh, corner because it's how people perceive you is this, you know, the wall when you're walking through the door, but the wall in the back, it's the, um, it's the, where are you tending to go? And as I was walking in the room, I go, no wonder you can't go anywhere. He's sabotaging you. So as we go through life and as we need to do things, just remember that. Check me out because I know I can do a lot of different things for you. So with that, my love goes to you. And please come and listen Mondays and Fridays at 4 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Mondays is about our soul dance. So we're going to talk about past lives, about um, our soul's interactions in this lifetime, why things happen to us. Life clarifications is going to be more intended for doing things like triggers and fears and there's much we can talk about. So blessings with you. Blessings with you. Blessings with you through your walk in life. So that you can be who you are wanting to dance with the I am. My love to you. And I shall see you on Monday in California with some different walls around me. Blessings. Bye now.